Okay, we're going to wrap up the show by just getting a legal opinion on the matter of Tulane Tele, which we covered yesterday. He's still in detention um, in uh, Georgia since June. He hasn't gone on trial yet, even though the trial was set for the 20th of uh, July. Family hasn't had anything. Basically, they're still not clear on the charges also. That's the young footballer that had gone for trials in uh, Georgia um, in April, May there, and he was detained on the day he was supposed to come back home. The trials didn't happen as we've been uh, covering the story. And Mr. Mpumelelo Bond Nyoka joins us on the line, a legal eagle from the Eastern Cape. He's been following this case. He comes from a neutral point of view just to give us a legal opinion. Good evening, Mr. Nyoka. Thanks for taking our call on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tabitha, and good evening to the SFN family. Thank you. As, is, is it surprising that the family, firstly, is still not clear of the charges, or is it that normal? It's surprising. I thought this matter was settled long ago. Mm. It's abnormal that there's silence on the part of the department. Let, let me, of foreign affairs, let me state the legal position. Firstly, the United Nations has got the United Nations Charter, which has got purposes and uh, principles. One of the three purposes of the United Nations is to promote friendly relations amongst member states. And flowing from that, they establish embassies all over in promotion and in pursuit of that friendly relations objective. Now, Vienna Convention on the Diplomatic Relations has got Article 3 that says that the sending state represents the interests of the sending state and its nationals in the receiving state. So an embassy in Georgia or in neighboring Ukraine must represent the sending state and its nationals, including Tulane. When there was a, a report that he was arrested, the embassy there should have acted in the interest of its nationals and find out why was he arrested, where was he arrested, what is the status of the case, and not to be quiet. In the event of silence, by the embassy, which is under Department of International Relations, the legal option that exists is what is called an application called a mandamus. A mandamus is an application that you launch in the, in the High Court to force the state functionary to do its duty to comply with obligations legal. I'll make an example: the Department of Education does not uh, supply books to schools. You take the Department of Education and apply for mandamus to supply the books. The Department of International Relations, as far as I'm concerned, has not been sued or taken to court for any reason in the past 30 years. This is a classical case or example for it to be taken. If Pretoria is dragging its feet without justification, an application for, for mandamus can be launched at the Pretoria High Court, compared it to, do it to, to account to South Africans in general and to account to the family as to what is happening with Sulan, who is a national of South Africa. We've got something that is at the heart of our culture called Ubuntu. Ubuntu dictates that you must do something about that uh, young man who's in church here without knowing what is happening about him. I don't want to speculate about... And who can apply for this mandamus? Is it the family that can force them then to act? Yes, the family has got an interest or any person mandated by the family to apply. So it's the family that can do so to apply for the mandamus. That's the first one. The second one, outside law, is to go to the Department of, 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 of Sport, which is a, a sister ministry to the Department of, 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 uh, of, of, of International Relations. Talk to your colleagues to do something. That's a pressure action, that one. But the legal one is to apply for a mandamus, forcing it. 
but first a letter of demand will have to be uh, returned to them, giving them reasons why they have not acted before you apply to court. So uh, once they see that is happening, they to shake them up. It's unconscionable, unconscionable that they have not acted in these three months. I thought everything was settled long ago. Mm. And and is it surprising that he, he still hasn't gone on trial, having been in custody since June, and the fact that the family has not spoken to him? What does the law say if you are being detained, or does it work differently where, depending on where you are? It it it, uh, it differs from state to state, but the general principles are the same. If you are charged, you must inform of the charge, and you can be detained uh, and whilst the matter is being investigated. And let's say I'm pleading guilty, let's shorten the process. And if you plead guilty, it will be done. You get your fine or sentence. If you are able to pay your fine, you can pay it and go home. You might be barred from being in that country again. So it depends on what the charge is and whether it has been uh, he has pleaded. If he has not pleaded yet, the case can be postponed for further investigation until the state is ready to say, "We're ready now because we pleaded not guilty." Or maybe they have not even reached the stage where they say plead guilty or not guilty. If the, the example is that it is alleged that he stole a phone. The, the, the charge might be minor. If he says, I'm pleading guilty to this charge, they should dispense with that because there's nothing to investigate. But if he says he's not guilty, they're entitled to postpone until they are ready. But if you steal something and then you return to the owner before you are found or whatever, or before you are, you, you've left with the permanent, that's theft. As long as you have, you have intended to deprive the owner permanently of his possession, the fact that you returned it is a mitigating factor on two grounds. Number one, you returned it. Number two, there's no permanent loss on the part of the of the complainant. It's a mitigating factor, but it doesn't mean that you are not guilty of theft. So we do not know what he said to them and what exactly is the charge. So the, base, the starting point is to find out what is the charge and what happened after that. But now, why is he speculating about what happened? But the letter that he wrote will be indicative of what he did or what happened. The letter that he wrote to the family. Okay, we're going to have to leave it there just because of time, Mr. Mpumile Lobonyoka. But thanks for the legal opinion here. Yeah, we appreciate it. A lot of people have got in touch with us today. We'll see what we can do over the next few days based on what you've advised us and some of the calls we've received. But thank you for your time, sir. Thank you very much, too. Thank you very much. Thank you. We just have to leave it there because of time, Mr. Mpumile Lobonyoka. They're just giving his opinion on how we should deal with this um, to learn its element going forward. We should also ask Songyezo, but it's not here today. It's a Wednesday, so it's Koketo today. There's also a lawyer. But we have to go. Um, it's 8 o'clock. We have to go to news. Boxing Wednesdays will be Boxing Thursdays, as I mentioned earlier. For those asking, we will be at the ESPN Boxing Tournament tomorrow broadcasting from there. So that's why we just changed things around this week.